Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. AFC Championship game being labeled as a heavyweight matchup between the two quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. But what about the NFC? You have the Detroit Lions. You have the San Francisco 49ers. Perloff, if I asked you, who would you rather have in this game? Which quarterback yeah. would you rather have in this game? Your answer is what? Brock Purdy. Uh, as I recall, there is no dome in San Francisco. And this is an outdoor Jared Goff. I mean, the guy has been lucky to play the craziest indoor schedule of all time. Brock Purdy's going to have a better game than Jared Goff. Okay. You can tell me that Brock Purdy's stat line is probably going to be better than Jared Goff's. Yeah. I would tell you, I would agree with you. I think that the Lions secondary, that has clearly been the weakness of this defense. Their front has gotten after it. And Aiden Hutchinson has really been getting home uh, and, and filling up the stats and stat and sacks and everything in the last, uh, since basically December. However, I'd rather have Goff in this game. And here's why it's in the Bay area where he played college. So it's not like you are going into this crazy weather environment. He's mm-hmm. not going to Green Bay to play this game. He's going to Santa Clara, a temperature and climate he is super familiar with, and a a game where weather is not expected to be a factor. So that, we got like around fifty. Not ideal for golf. Okay, but again, he's played in conditions like this before. But not well. He's never done well. It doesn't matter. Outdoor is outdoor for him. His stats go all the way down. Okay, but again, he's played in this climate. Even going back to college, he played well enough to become the number one overall pick in the NFL. Yeah. So in the NFL draft. So I can't. I don't know about the weather. I don't think that's going to be a bigger factor as people think. Here's my one issue. Golf's played in a lot of big games. I know Purdy has now too. But Goff has played in a lot of big games, including a Super Bowl before. Yeah. I think that if something happens, if you if you told me these quarterbacks are both going to throw bad pick sixes in the first quarter of the game, who is going to become more rattled by that? To me, I think it's Purdy because I think we've seen that before at times with Purdy. I'm just really going back to maybe the uh, Ravens game where he had the four interceptions, not all his fault. But if he, if he makes yeah. a mistake early – is he going to be able to get back on track, especially because this is going to be a game where the 49ers are not going to be able to rely on the run as much as they have. You know, this is the that is the bread and butter of the Detroit Lions defense is they can stop the run. So if you can't have Christian McCaffrey getting you back on track after you make a mistake, I think that could be bad for Purdy. This has got to, quite frankly, be a Brock Purdy game. The middle of the field should be open. Deep passes should be open. You know, air quotes open. NFL open. And 
I see this a lot with the 49ers. As soon as Purdy does anything shaky, they hand the ball off four times in a row. And if that happens, I don't know if he can get it back on track. Whereas Goff, again, sacks will pile up on Goff. Mistakes could pile up on him too. But if he makes an early mistake, I don't think it's crippling. Here's the problem with Goff. And I like Goff, but Goff needs a clean pocket. Or the the numbers dip terribly for him. And I would assume San Francisco's defensive line has been disappointing. I'm not quite sure why. But if they get after it, you'd think they'd get after Goff a little bit. All you have to do is get a little pressure, and Goff's not going to be able to sit there and pick you apart. Purdy at least can run. Obviously, he's going to be running away from Aiden Hutchinson. I think Purdy's mobility, a little underrated. Yep. And the honest thing, he has shown that he can push the ball downfield. They're the number one, I think that by every advanced analytic, they're the number one passing offense in the NFL. He's going to be able to pick apart those Lions. Yes, it's hard to separate these two quarterbacks from their situation. I just see coming out of this game be like, ooh, this is such a great spot for Purdy. I, I think he's really, he could feast in this game because you're right. What's the thing that scares you most on San Francisco is Christian McCaffrey. So the Lions move everyone up. And I think Purdy is a little bit underrated in his downfield passing. Okay, well, I think I'll take it a step further. Purdy has to have a good game here. I, I think he well, does because that's what the Lions give you. That's what they're going to be giving yeah. you, middle of the field and beyond that. Whereas on the flip side, if you know, you said it. For some reason, the San Francisco defense like has been susceptible to the run. I mean, the Aaron Jones was running all over him. Now, this hasn't been all season long. It's been kind of like a since a December thing that they've been a little more susceptible to the run. So if you have the combination of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, that is something that can get on track. And I think the Lions commit to the run game, even if they're down a score. Like, they're not going to go away from it and start panicking and throwing the ball all over, even if they are trailing. Absolutely. But if they are trailing, <laughs> Purdy's going to pad those stats. Dan Campbell's going to be at his own 26-yard line going for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah. make it, and then Purdy gets a bunch of touchdowns. That's true. Uh, that's the only way this is a blowout, by yeah. the way, right? Uh, no. I mean, listen, if for some reason San Francisco's defense plays like the old San Francisco defense and they can't protect Jared Goff, that's the problem with Jared Goff is things got to be in pretty good shape for Jared Goff. And this is already, look at his numbers out. Like he did not play well when he went to Chicago. There's been very few, sam- there's a very small sample size outside, regardless of the weather. It's, it's just, there's reason to think this is not going to be an A-plus Jared Goff game where there's a lot of reasons to think this could be a really big Brock Purdy game. So again, situation has a lot to play into this. Uh, and I think at home, this is a rebound. Also, Brock Purdy caught fire a little bit in the fourth quarter. That's true. That, so that maybe last that, drive was amazing. I think maybe a little confidence gets going and we see the Purdy that we saw during most of the season, which was unbelievable. If you're just joining us, we're talking about which quarterback would you want for the NFC championship game? Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, obviously on the AFC side of things, these are two MVPs going at it in what you don't think that's going to be the storyline of the game. I do. I think Mahomes versus Lamar is going to be the story. But wait, line. wait, before you say that, if yeah. you were a coach of either of those teams, what's your number one priority? Keep the ball out of their hands. And how do you do that? <laughs> uh, long sustained drives on offense. And how do you do that? Do you run the ball? So it's ironic. This is a quarterback battle where both coaches, the only thing they want to do is establish a run. 855-212-4CBS. Gary is in Jacksonville, wants to weigh in on the championship Sunday. Hey, Gary, how are you? Good morning, Maggie. Good morning, Andrew. I'd like to give my predictions, but first of all, Maggie, I'm right with you about the bandwagon fans. Thank and the you. other one that drives me crazy, Maggie, the callers that call and say, I'm a fan of this team, and I'm also a fan of this team. No, 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 no. That's that's, that's awesome. the Andrew Perloff effect, Gary. Wait, wait, that you, drives me Gary, crazy. Gary, who's your team? Miami Dolphins. They always have been, they always will be. I'm an Orioles fan in 
in baseball, and I'm a Magic fan of basketball. Jeez. I don't deviate, Maggie. Thank Good you, bad, Gary. It's team. people like you and me. We're salt of the earth people. We have a salt team. We stick earth. with it. Gary, what the heck do you yeah, do for sports Reliable. <laughs> Gary, what like when you go at night? Like what? What are you turning on? You've had nothing but losers for thirty years. Uh, uh, I, I believe the Dolphins had a perfect season. What other team has done that, Andrew? Uh, yeah, that was 1972. Yeah, but you know, you That's get it. Right, right, Gary, I think I could add to your happiness. Pick a second team, dude, especially in the NBA. No, Gary, no, no, don't no, do no. it. That's not what a true fan does, right, Maggie? Thank Pick you. Team. Thank you. I, Gary, I'm Very with rich, you. Andrew. That's rich in the paint. You know, you know, Andrew, if you went in the paint, that would be swatted away. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, I feel so bad for you. The Orlando Magic, Miami Dolphins, and Baltimore Orioles? Come on. What are you talking about? It took 30 years for you to be good again. I you, I have to admit, Gary, there is You're some argument to be made. That, functions. If you don't have $100 billion to spend on the team, you got to build it through your farm system. Am I right, Maggie? Listen, you had to sit through a lot of losing, Gary, but it's worked out almost in the same way. This could be the next Houston Astros if the Baltimore Orioles play this right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, Andrew, no I'll give you credit. Who's your team, Andrew, in, in baseball? Well, baseball, I'm pretty one team. I'm all about Today. the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Baseball, baseball, <laughs> I'm No, I'm you always say how much you like the Dodgers, the which is like blasphemy because they're both in the uh, National League. At NFL, I like players. So I can Listen, bounce around. Some people Guys, like Gary and I get picks. get the magic I, I, I of Adley like Rushman, the, and some people don't. I like the Niners by ten, and okay. I like uh, I like the Chiefs by three. I think what it's going to come come down to, Lamar's going to make the critical mistake, and that's going to be the difference in the game. Gary, thank you so much. Thanks for weighing in. Um, people like me and Gary, we have teams, and we stick with it. People like Perloff and apparently Charles Barkley have all types of teams that they'll root for. They're just, uh, you know, just putting themselves out there for anybody. Adam is in Vancouver. Adam, you're good morning. You I, think I should I'm put sorry. the loser hat back on? Uh, uh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Maggie, but yes, I think you should. Um, Barkley is just professing his love for Dan Campbell, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Adam, if you weren't there for 0-17, you can't jump on the Dan no. Campbell bandwagon now. Listen, he if Barkley had said oh. when Dan Campbell went, didn't he go 3-13 and the first year with the Lions? And that was after the kneecaps thing. You can say, I love Dan Campbell after that. Did Barkley just discover Dan Campbell? Apparently so. <laughs> how, do you know, how do you know he didn't say that? Maybe he just didn't say it on a public, uh, on a public forum. Maybe he loved the whole biting kneecaps thing. Maybe, no, because he, maybe said, he said, I love Dan Campbell. I don't even know who he is, but I love him. Hey, you never know. Maybe he did say that. He's an NBA analyst. Wait, he doesn't okay. have to weigh in on Dan Campbell after the 3-13. and 13. Oh, my gosh. We have we have Charles Barkley weighs in on literally every single... <laughs> I feel like they're asking Charles Barkley about farm subsidies in Ukraine. But, <laughs> Adam, do you have a lot of yeah. band... You have a lot of teams then. You're like Perloff. You're on the bandwagon. No, no, no. Not, not, not me particularly. It's the the ven- the area where I live. I I'm a big fan of the Vancouver Canucks, but the Vancouver Canucks fan base probably like Perloff would be all over this because they're all bandwagon fans. <laughs> so Perloff, if you want to move to Vancouver and jump on the bandwagon here, yeah, you'll fit right in. Yeah, but uh, I also, love Vancouver. I'm all about okay. being a multi-team oh. fan in Vancouver. 
Okay. We will we'll welcome you with open arms. Well, I bet <laughs> you have also, one pro team, so of course you have to pick other teams. That's completely fair. Well, Maggie, I mean, you'll give him that, right? Okay, but not hockey. Well, there's, all, there's also the Seattle Seahawks, which are in the area. I'm not oh. a Seahawks fan. I can't stand them. I'm I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Wow. But I don't think you can get further away. Good, as soon as they got good, I saw Russell Wilson jerseys popping up all over the place. People saying, I'm the biggest Seahawks fan ever. I want to see where's your Matt Hasselbeck jersey. Wait, Where is Adam, your... you're making my point. If you weren't yeah, there for I, Matt I, Hasselbeck, I get, you can't yeah, be there Maggie, for Russell I, Wilson. Maggie, I get that. I am I am so sort I'm, of making your point, but at the same time... Made it to a team. No, no, at the same Matt time, you got to take, take the L with Charles Barkley. No, Adam. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Adam disagreeing with me. He eventually made my point because he doesn't like bandwagon Seahawk fans. If you weren't there for Matt Hasselbeck, you can't be there for Russell Wilson. That's what I'm saying. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Why is the hat off? I, I, uh, do I have to wear it forever? Yes. This Anytime is whole, someone calls me The whole me show. Out? It should be the whole show. Uh, I'm getting hat head. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Adrian's in Maryland. Good morning, Adrian. How are you? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Perloff, I guess we're back to normalcy because I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> with this, <laughs> with this George, uh, Jared Goff thing, don't forget, he went into Green Bay last year and they beat Green Bay and it was below zero last year. So I don't think weather's a problem. And then last week, we talk about weather. Didn't Purdy have a little problem in the weather last week? That was a big yeah. excuse for everybody for Purdy. Purdy melts in the rain. That's fact, but it's not going to rain. So Pine Needle's in the chat saying he's going to the game and it's supposed to be 73 and totally fine and no wind. No, it's a high of 73. The game's at night and it's going to cool off by game time. Or okay. it's later in the day. And, and another thing, another thing. Purdy needs everything around him to go correctly. Which if Debo doesn't play, he's got a problem. If they shut down McCaffrey, then he has another problem. I don't think you could put it on Purdy's shoulders to win this game because he's not going to be able to do that. Yeah, but the same with Goff. Goff needs a run game and a clean pocket as well. What if what if Dick Bosa gets off and Jared Goff is taking hits? Oh, it could be a long day for sure. But Adrian, I I think they're going to have to rely on Purdy. For those two reasons you said, if Debo is limited and if they can't get the run game going with McCaffrey, it's going to have to be, you know, Purdy to Ayuk, Purdy to Kittle, Purdy to Juwan Jennings. Like, it's you're going to need it. Well, we said that against Baltimore, right? And they took away, I think they took away McCaffrey, and look what happened. They put it on Purdy, and he's the one that made the big mistake, and that's how they lost. So I think that's what Detroit's going to do. reason I'm saying this is, because I'm a Cowboys fan, and I can't stand the 49ers. <laughs> Adrian, yeah, and I understand where you're coming from. Thank you so much. Good point there about Goff going to Green Bay last year at the end of the season. That was oh. and that was an important one. I mean, Goff's here's home home uh, road splits this year: 109.3 rating at home, 87.6 rating away. I don't know if that includes the last game, but uh, I mean, the, the numbers are stark with Jared Goff indoor and outdoor. That's that's reality. I think it, you're right. The weather is working out. It could have been a lot worse. I, I don't disagree with Adrian. Brock Purdy's got a bigger weather problem for probably even Jared Goff. So Brock Purdy can't play in the rain, but he's very good at home. This is this is shaping up to be a big Purdy game. I feel confident in my guy. Andrew Bogus, you've come in for a second. Yes, yeah, sir? I just had a question to go okay. back to your your anti Charles Barkley argument. Have you? Did you know your husband from birth? Like, since he was his entire life, have you known him? No, we met in New York City at a bar. Right. So, like, 
you picked you, know, you picked oh, up I a fancy from your husband. I bandwagoned my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you weren't there for the gangly thirteen-year-old version yeah. of him yeah. that had no game, you can't be here for him now. I'm just glad he wasn't there for my awkward <laughs> phase. Yeah. We compared <laughs> awkward phases. You won. Oh boy. I was thinking about that when Adam called. Like, what if you're 10 years old? Are you a bandwagon fan? Like, you might not have been around for Matt Hasselbeck, so you can't say that you're off the Russell Wilson trade. Okay, well, I think what Adam's talking about, I saw a lot more Russell Wilson jerseys. I don't think he meant kids. (laughs) I don't. You know, Andrew Bogush's son, Jake, is now a big Josh Allen right. fan. Where's the jersey? I didn't tell him if you weren't there for Scott Norwood, you can't be there. Oh, it felt like you were speaking you to him, actually. That. Yeah. I said, if you weren't alive for that, you can't be referencing it now to bury the Bills. Oh, yeah. To dunk on the Bills. I forgot about that terrible take, too. <laughs> to dunk on the Bills. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, Pine Needle in the chat just pointing out here, the game is 6.30 Eastern time. It's at 3 o'clock in the Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I heard a long breakdown of this. It's peaking in the high 60s, and then by 5 o'clock, in San Francisco, it's a desert climate. Right. The temperature is going to come down to the 50s. Okay, but you still get two and a half hours of the game. Two hours of the game I'm is going to be. 50s isn't cold. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. Brock Purdy and Jared Goff are pretty light. <laughs> it's not, wow. Yeah, cool. I mean, yes. Okay. It's not, it's not, no, no, it's definitely, it's definitely not a cold weather game, but it's not an indoor climate for Jared Goff. I it's mean, a little if, different. Honestly, if, if these quarterbacks can't play in 50 degree it's weather. Also, we are really entering a soft phase of this league, which I, I don't believe we're in. It's also the surface and the speed of the receivers, too. I think that people are talking about. Uh, obviously, you, the, you brought up the weather. fast track in Detroit, I, I'm imagining is a pretty fast track, is not the same thing on grass. I mean, everybody. You're pivoting your argument here. You, well, weather. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the, the argument is Jared Goff's great indoors yeah. when it's perfectly on, on that kind of turf, it's a little different outdoor on grass. Yeah, I, I think I think Pearl's right about that. I don't know if yeah, the temperature is going to have much of an issue, but yeah, just just playing outdoors is a totally different atmosphere than playing in still a dome. It is, but they're going to have no wind to deal with either. So okay, the grass is going to be a bit different. But. Well, I mean, honestly, you're going against the grain because this is the big narrative. Everyone's talking about Jared Goff's outdoor numbers. I just think I Adrian's right though. Brock Purdy makes me a little nervous too. Uh, but this is see that's why I, I count this against Goff. But Purdy's very comfortable at home. I, we need a bet. We need some sort of Purdy golf bet. I guess we're doing our picks later. Yeah, is, we've got picks to do. I just feel like Purdy, if he doesn't get nervous here, is going to blow up that Detroit secondary. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, all right, we've got coaching news. Bogus has some headlines for us. He's going to get us up to speed on all the latest. And what I thought was one of the more shocking days that we've had in terms of NFL news. I mean, stunned. When I tell you I was on the floor, just, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. We'll get to that next. Baggy and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. So I don't know if this is a new thing, Maggie, but the NFL announced their finalists for the different awards. And there's one name that stood out to me. For the MVP finalists. Wait, hold on. Yes. Let's play the music. Oh. You were saying? 
Well, one name that stood out to me was Dak Prescott. If I told you before the season that Dak Prescott was going to be one of the five finalists for MVP, you would have said, oh, man, that's a pretty good storyline for Dak. Yet, I feel like Dak Prescott is the single most criticized quarterback in the NFL right now. Are we just completely underrating this guy? He's an MVP finalist. To me, this is an achievement. And I, I think we're forgetting how good Dak Prescott was no this year. No more Dak Prescott! Yeah. <laughs> this, this is your cowboy quickie, by the way. Uh, I think this MVP... <laughs> thank you. I think the MVP and Dak's finish the MVP actually adds more fuel for the critics' fire and is actually what? kind of like backlashes on him a little bit because you got upset at home against the Green Bay Packers. You fell short of expectations again. I, I think if Dak is not an MVP candidate, you could go with your argument, which was we were overrating the Cowboys roster all along. But if Dak is an MVP candidate, if C.D. Lamb is going to get paid like a number one receiver, if Micah Parsons is going to get paid like the highest defensive player in the league, and you do have all this talent, then I think it's fair to criticize them for coming up short. And I also think it's fair to criticize them for sticking with Mike McCarthy. So Dak being an MVP makes the loss to the Packers, I think, sting even more. Him being an MVP finalist, by the way, makes it sting even more. So let me get this straight. You're saying that we should criticize Dak Prescott for being an MVP finalist. No, I'm saying I, know. I was, I I was fair to have expectations on the Cowboys, and they fell short of them. It could have been a 12-win season, but that was a brutal loss at home, and it everyone deserves criticism for that. So there's a good chance, by the way, that uh, Lamar Jackson comes up. There's He could easily be a disappointment in the playoffs. Yep. Same with Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, the other MVP finalists. Are people going to kill them if they lose in the playoffs? So the same argument. Basically, there's a great chance that none of the MVP finalists are in the playoff, uh, in the Super Bowl. It could be uh, Patrick Mahomes, who was not an MVP finalist, against Jared Goff, who's not an MVP finalist. So does that mean that all these players were disappointing? No, I, I think if you make it to the conference championship game, and I think if, if you win two games in the playoffs, I, I think that, you're, you can solidly be in the MVP mix. And by the way, you will criticize Lamar if he doesn't make it to the Super Bowl because you criticize Giannis for having two MVPs before he won a title, and you criticize Jokic for having two MVPs before he had a title. There's no difference with Lamar I do if he di- doesn't win. I disagree with you in the sense that I think these other finalists, if Lamar Jackson loses and Brock Purdy loses, both of those guys are going to be heavily criticized. And we're going to say, oh, that what we saw in the regular season was a mirage they're not as good as the MVP rankings. You know that's going to happen. See, I don't. I never thought Purdy was an MVP candidate, so I don't think I would give you that. I, I think it's got depends how it looks here. Did you Lamar. think Prescott was? Um, the thing that bothered me a little bit about Dak was the home road splits. To me, if you're really the MVP, I think there's a level of consistency that you have to have that the Cowboys just didn't have. So that that would have been my criticism of Dak. I mean, here's the thing. You have to pick five finalists. There's going to be no flawless candidates. So, I I mean, Dak's numbers this year are crazy. And so are Brock Purdy's. So I I can't criticize him being the finalist. Honestly. I just wish it wasn't just a quarterback award. That's the problem. But Dak was awesome this year. Yeah. Uh, He really was. Better at home, though. Much better I mean, he has some good games on the road, too. Yeah. Honestly, I think, and I don't think that Dak had all these great targets to throw to either, like Brock Purdy. I, I think Dak was pretty accurate. I think Dak 
gets a little unfairly criticized. I, I understand the playoff stuff, but that's as much on CeeDee Lamb as Dak. I mean, honestly, I blame CeeDee Lamb more for that game. He was so tight in that game that, that his family's coming after Dak is ridiculous to me. Well, okay, so let's pause on that for a second because this could have been another Cowboy quickie, but that's all right. Don't hit the music. This could have been another Cowboy quickie where we brought you this story a couple days ago, which was... <laughs> okay, maybe a couple days. But CeeDee Lamb... <laughs> And then Micah Parsons' family were both being critical of Dak Prescott. And it's interesting that Micah Parsons came out and said, my brother's comments are just my brother. That That's him. It's not my. But nobody has come out on the CeeDee Lamb side, as far as I can tell, to say, no, 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 we believe in Dak Prescott. And Jerry Jones, who would trip over 10 microphones on his way to the bathroom every day, all of a sudden has no comment or has not gotten to a microphone to say, we believe in Dak. Yeah, but I mean, any you never side with the wide receiver. All wide receivers complain about quarterbacks. That's what they do. No, why didn't C.D. Lamb come yeah. out and say, don't listen to my mom? Oh, <laughs> She's I know. saying Dak I mean, isn't it, but because that's my CD, mom just being my mom. C.D. Lamb is most likely a malcontent. Oh, I think generally, generally, when the wide receiver is complaining, we just assume the wide receiver is a malcontent because that's what wide receiver wide receivers are so dependent on the quarterback to get the ball. Usually, he's you, about to get paid because Dak Prescott I mean, gets him the ball. You know what other wide receiver was complaining about his quarterback? All of them, except for the guys who have Mahomes. I mean, Stephon Diggs always famously is unhappy with his quarterback. Uh, who else? Um, there was another. Yeah, it seems like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow get along pretty well. But generally, uh, Odell, Beckham, Odell Beckham <laughs> put together a video of Baker Mayfield's air passes. Yeah, then this and is then the left common won a Super Bowl. This is else. this is a common thing. I so I I really was. I, I'm not going to back C.D. Lamb here. If C.D. Lamb says that this fall, Dak Prescott threw the ball to him accurately a million times this year. Like, C.D. should not be complaining about Dak Prescott. To be honest, if it was actually C.D. Lamb saying it, I'd have a little more respect for that. This is C.D. Lamb's mom saying it, and no one is coming out and being like, it's just my mom, guys. Like, even when Tom Brady's dad will go on a random radio show and be critical, he's always like, all right, you know, that's insurance salesman Tom Sr. <laughs> you know, don't, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but also, I don't think C.D. Lamb does a lot of interviews. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it's, Quick you, tweet. Have you heard? Quick tweet. Have you heard anything from CeeDee Lamb this offseason? No, but I mean, you got Instagram, you got all these social. It's not hard to find to get a message out these it's days to a professional athlete. Micah Parsons speaks more than we do, and we host a radio show. Micah Parsons <laughs> is out every day with his opinion on every single thing. That's who Micah Parsons is. I don't think, I, I don't, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. And also, you know who the worst evaluator talent is? Anyone's mom. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Why yeah. aren't they coming out and saying my mom doesn't coach the team? Maybe they think it's not. It doesn't need to be said. Maybe that's what's going on. Honestly, we all know like moms overrate their sons by definition. I hope I they. Mean, would. My mom's already texted me twice to say how good the show is this morning. <laughs> oh. um, my mom actually likes you more than she likes me. She's like, <laughs> she's like that. Maggie is. Uh, you know, my mom's from upstate New York, just like you. She's Team Maggie. We stick together. Um, if you're just joining us on the stream, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. The reason why I'm wearing a hat, a trucker hat that says loser across the front is because there was a vote four to one. I lost that I was accusing Who Charles. Who was the one? 
I did not oh, vote okay. against myself. <laughs> oh, wait, did, when you're actually up for a loser vote, you don't get a vote, Maggie. Oh, sorry. So four to nothing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're absolved. You're, right. You have to, guys, you have to right. recuse I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm try, dead. Loser. You don't have to twist I'm the just knife. Get, <laughs> Doc couldn't shut just out. making sure we had the rules all put together. You have to recuse yourself if you are... Pocus just said, nice try, loser, as I'm wearing the hat. I accused Charles Barkley of trying to jump on the Lions bandwagon. because he... I have fell in love with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Loser. You weren't there for 0-16. You can't be there now. Uh, Bogish, apparently that makes me a loser. Good morning, Bogus. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, Kayshawn Boutte allegedly loves sports gambling like Charles Barkley loves Dan Campbell, the Patriots <laughs> wide <Gambling>. receiver, <laughs> arrested yesterday in Baton Rouge for allegedly placing nearly 9,000 illegal bets because he was underage. April 2022 through March of this past year, that's the timeline. 17 of those bets were on college football, six of them on LSU while Butte was still playing for the Tigers. I guess some of these uh, bets might have also run into his time in the NFL. The league has not commented on the situation. The Patriots issuing the usual. We're aware of what's going on. We'll get back to y'all. Wait, can I, can someone better at math just quickly do this? So basically we're talking about a year's worth of bets. Yeah. So can we get 365 days broken down 8,000 bets? On average, how many bets was he making a day? Yeah. Hold on. Thank you. It was like he was getting, he was just going out to practice field and then that's running to carry the one. That's 24 <laughs> bets a day. Is that a lot? Feels like it. <laughs> oh, yes. Dude knew what he's doing. Feels really. like a lot. Apparently got up to didn't. over, uh, got over 500,000 winnings. I saw a tweet yesterday that I'm assuming was real that some of the uh, aliases he were, was using still had Keishon Butte in him. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That part of it he didn't know he was doing. Yeah. But he sounds like a good gambler. He got from 130 invested into 500, then he kind of lost. He's a bad cheater. Good gambler, bad cheater. If he we, maybe spent more of his time actually being a wide receiver, maybe he would have given draft a little higher because he was supposed to be a superstar at LSU. Instead, we know he's been doing this the whole time. When I saw that headline, I assumed he bet against himself. Because that dude drops so many balls at LSU. <laughs> Are we sure that he has? I mean, they what, have his bets. So. What was his alias? Was it like Bouchon, Katie? Like, how did he it try to his, hide himself? It was his name with like numbers in it and stuff like that. Like, it was not. He did not even attempt to have a different name. His like online, some of his gambling IDs were like I am not Butte Butte. Yeah. <laughs> 420. <laughs> I am not Keishon Butte 420.69. I am not betting one. <laughs> I'm not. 21, definitely. <laughs> Overage better, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Way to be stealth. Uh, in actual football news, the Falcons. Don't hire Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. They go instead with Raheem Morris, who was their interim coach back in 2020. This is the first time Arthur Blank has hired a former head coach to lead his team. Morris 17-31 and 31 in three seasons as the Bucks head coach. LeBron James, the first player ever selected for 20 NBA All-Star games. He'll be in the West starting five next month in Indy. Alongside Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Nikola Jokic, Giannis, Dame, Tyrese Halliburton, Jason Tatum, and Joel Embiid for the East. LeBron and the Lakers outscored the Bulls last night 141-132. The Nuggets took a 122-84 beating from the Knicks, and the Pacers cooled off the Sixers 134-122. 
Philly had won six in a row. And Steph Curry had a chance to be a hero again last night. The stage is set for a buzzer-beating Warriors victory. Here's Steph Curry, five seconds to go, hounded by two defenders, chased, ball knocked loose by Fox. It's all over. Fox grabs it. He doesn't even have to score. Time runs out. The Kings escape with a 134-133 victory. That's Gary Gerald on Kings Radio. Gary Gerald. Curry's turnover giving Sacramento a 134-133 win in San Francisco. We did get a buzzer beater last night in the Pac-12. Ten seconds to play. One timeout remaining. Pope into the front court. Beavers could win it with a hoop. Pope goes left. Jordan a step back three for the win. Goal! He hit it! And the Beavers win! That's from Learfield, not Wood TV. The Oregon State (laughs) Beavers with the 83-80 upset of ninth-ranked Arizona. The buzzer beater also giving Jordan Pope a career-high 31 points. That's like like more energetic than some championship calls that we have. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's Oregon State basketball, so it might as well be a championship, right? (laughs) (laughs) Gary Payton. And and Obama's brother-in-law, right? That's the the two things I got about them. (laughs) But honestly, I was like, well, is it March? Just about. Getting close. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every hockey game is like that. Though. That's like, true. Yeah. Like, it, you're right. These smaller schools go crazy. Good for them. Uh, Bree Hall had the go-ahead three with 114 left last night. Top-ranked South Carolina be number nine LSU for a 15th straight time. 76-70 in Baton Rouge. Angel Reese fouling out with four minutes left. Our good friend Stu Kovacs. Uh, had his world rock this morning. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp will step down after this season. He says he is simply running out of energy after nine campaigns. Poor Yon- Stu. Yannick oh. Sinner. Well, with- I know. Stu's had a rough go. Well, he'll just pick a new team. Stu is <laughs> no. Stu is the king of bandwagoning. Is he? No. Well, no, no, no. Well, Dude, that guy's sucked by the Raiders. He yeah. deserves credit. So, But he's all sorts of spread out. He's also a Lakers fan, though. Yeah, right. No, no. Stu's not a bandwagon. He's a front runner. So he's mm. Lakers, Raiders, Notre Dame, Yankees. <laughs> like, yeah, Stu, that would get yeah. you killed in some areas of this country. That's blue is, blood everywhere. But he's not a bandwagon, and he doesn't pick up other teams. He is very loyal to those teams. So what's top, top of mind to me is that he switched hockey teams because his girlfriend is a Devils fan. So now all of a sudden he has Devils gear. He's oh. a Devils fan. So my would be if you were not there for Scott Stevens, you can't <laughs> be there for Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Yannick Sinner, a four-set upset of Novak Djokovic in the Aussie Open semifinals. Daniil Medvedev just rallied from two sets to love down to beat Alexander Zverev in the other semi. And Alabama golfer Nick Dunlap is indeed joining his football classmates in the transfer portal the 20-year-old is going pro after winning the American Express last weekend, the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since 1991. And they'll somehow blame Kalen DeBoer for that. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, Kalen DeBoer can't keep anybody. He can't even keep the golfers on campus. Down the hot seat. And I still don't know if he gets now if he gets the money or not. I don't think he I don't does. think so. No, I, don't I was think thinking so. about that a lot. Yeah. He should have turned pro before the tournament. But those golf, <laughs> if you're any good at golf, you make so much money. Right. Because you get to wear the sponsorship. Get a million dollars in sponsorship off the bat. And apparently one of the new things they did because of Live Golf is they now give you a stake when you are starting on the tour. Oh, really? Um, like X amount of dollars, and then you kind of work it off. So like you're not going into debt initially paying for hotels 
and travel. They give you a little kind of like uh, a little starters. But then, then you owe them. Then you got to, yeah. So like they, they do take it back. It's a loan. Yes. But it's it's better than starting at yeah. negative $500,000. Sure, sure. What kind of interest rates do you think the Saudis are? Yeah. Infinity. <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> yeah. Something tells me I would really want to read the fine print of that contract. Well, th- th- this is this is PGA Tour money at the moment. It What's was res- the difference? PGA Tour, Saudis, it's all the same thing? Not I, yet all the way, I don't think. Can I get a regular steak instead of like an actual money steak? Like, like a... Like a- you want a ribeye? Yeah. I'll take that. I think, I think you meant like a steak for like the vampires. We didn't know they, they killed them. That'd be amazing if it was Pete in a negotiation with the, with the Saudis. Yeah. He's like, uh, we would like to give you a steak in live golf. And he's like, all right, make it a tomahawk. Yeah. Medium rare. Medium rare. And get, a side of spinach. Get Actually, those talks done quick. Actually, are you a well done steak guy? Uh, I'm a medium. All right. Oh. What's wrong with that? Snobbery yeah, around here. Oh my God, Burloff and Bogus just shame. Come people. on, First of all, guys. you guys got even too dad jokey for me, and that's saying something <laughs> that last like to, even you jumped in there, Maggie. But then, come on, you can't admit that you're a medium steak guy. Wait. You might as well put ketchup on that bad boy, like I, Patrick Mahomes. No, I I like a medium. It could go either either way: medium, medium raw, or medium well. Okay, okay. I'm solid medium. Solid Wait, you said medium. medium well? No, medium. He said no, medium well, medium rare. Oh, I could okay. do either way. Okay, sorry. Yeah. What do you mean? So you, you're you okay with medium rare, medium, or medium well? So what <laughs> yeah. do you order when the guy says, well, how would you like your steak? Do you just throw me. your hands up in the air and say, surprise me? <laughs> no, I, I, it depends yeah. upon the night. If, the I, night. if I if I want to like a well done piece of meat, <laughs> give me a Bloody medium well. <laughs> if I know the place. I'm that two has martinis good... in. Give me the chicken. I, if I haven't I... chewed in a while, so I'm gonna go medium well. <laughs> if, I, if I know the place, if I know the place and have good seasoning, then maybe I'll take a, take a little uh, cooked a little more. <laughs> seasoning is the meat. <laughs> it's a, a steak, dude. I do love the Montreal there's, steak. There's, there's a lot to it. There's a it's lot not lemon it. pepper chicken. It's a steak. <laughs> yeah, but there's certain ways you feel about having a steak one night. One night you'll have no, a, there's a little, little pink inside, <laughs> and then there's another night you will just want it right. a little well done. Listen, nope. maybe Pete's palate is a little more sophisticated than you guys. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Summertime, he wants it medium rare. Yeah. Wintertime, he wants it medium He's a little burnt. tired. He goes medium rare. It's less of a challenge. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, I see it. <laughs> I do. All right. I secretly order medium. I just don't admit it on a national radio uh, show. You order medium. Oh. Of course I order medium. Medium rare. My fi- I, I can't stand bloody steak. Uh, the one thing but I you can't admit over that because people- you sound like a like a wimp. The I always people- thought the medium wimp. well people were the people like, which I used to be. With that, that those I've got I used to give crap for that when I was you yeah. know, in my twenties. Yeah, you can't do medium well. But uh the people order the medium rare hamburger I don't get. No. Unless you're you're like a tartar you're in France or wait, something. Wait, me- medium rare hamburger? Oh, like no, 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 no. I think like- said medium well, my bad. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's, yeah. You guys are ever at a barbecue and somebody's on the grill and they, you just know that you're going to get a raw hamburger. Oh, the inside is the, just all the outside like charcoal. <laughs> overcooked mush. Or overcooked hamburger. That's, yeah. that's even worse. At least you can condiment that up a little. You yeah. can dress it up when it's raw or when it, it again, it looks like brains in the middle. Yeah, I yeah. can't. Yeah, and you can just see like there's, Oh, you walk into the barbecue, you see, oh, that patty is way too thick. He has no <laughs> prayer to get this right. I got no shame with that. You put it right back on the grill. I, 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 no no questions about it. If I get that, let's go. I put it right back on the grill. 
Do you guys send food back if it's not cooked right? See, I'm a little nervous about it. You've worked in kitchens, Maggie. Give us some etiquette on that. Yeah, you can do it. I mean, you're going to annoy everybody, but it's no one who I ever saw, like, no one's going to spit in your food or anything. I hope not. But this happened to me the other day. I was I ordered salad, said, I want the dressing on the side. Instead, it came drenched in dressing. But I didn't want to send the salad back because it looked all beautiful and nice. And it's like, I just didn't want to wait. Everyone else was going to be eating. So I just sucked it up and did it. Because I'm a warrior hero that deserves all warrior. types of medals and honors. So I'm a this, loser. I know, I know this has been Far like a bit a of a loser. meme on social media, but am I everyone else where I'm kind of scared to like tell the waiter, yeah. hey, and my, my girlfriend ends up being the person being like, hey, you got his order wrong. Like, yeah. I, like she's like my Suge Knight. She, she's she's the enforcer. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm right with you, EJ. Like if you and I get the wrong order, we're we're just gonna sit there in silence, suffering. Yeah. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I will tell them that their order is wrong. But it also depends. You gotta read the room. Read what is going on. If they're screwing up to begin with, if they've then, got good seasonings, leave right. them alone. Yeah. <laughs> if they're screwing up to begin with from the start, and you're like waiting around for them to come and get your order. Then, then we have problems. The one thing that bothers me, and I worked in restaurants, bartend, I was a waitress for a long, long time. I, I, I don't understand the people who don't write it down. Just write it down. Yeah. I'm not impressed if you don't write it down, and I'd rather you just get it correct. Agreed. What were you going to do with the dressing that was on the side? Weren't you going to eventually put it on the salad anyway? No, I, I like to control it. Okay. You dip your fork yeah. in the dressing, then pick up the salad. Listen, I'm a middle aged yeah. woman, guys. What do you think I'm doing? Uh, you're lucky I didn't bring the salad in my salad dressing in my purse. Am <laughs> <laughs> so, I middle aged? I'm 40. That didn't I sound right when I said it. Yeah. I don't want to be a middle aged woman. It's like a little Ziploc with your <laughs> green goddess in there. <laughs> I've got my own hidden valley. I got French. my thousand islands in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Why you have a just salad container at Del Frisco's? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to refer to myself as a middle aged. I'll take again. a medium well, well seasoned steak and a salad on the side, no dressing. I got my own. The Welcome people, to Maggie and Perloff dinner table. The people who have this salad dressing and put it right in the middle of the table, too. <laughs> yeah. We're not even trying to hide it. It's like, here I am, my Paul Newman's raspberry Meanwhile, vinaigrette. For Peter Luger, as they drop off the steak and Pilati pulls out three different spices. I got to get the seasoning right. Montreal, he wasn't? All of a sudden, he's like salt bay. There's like scales on the, on the table. He's got to make sure everything weighs the right way. You know? And you want some Goya. <laughs> You know, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go. I said medium rare. I meant medium well. <laughs> Send this back. 855, thank you. 212-4CBS-BOGUSH. Thank you so much. A uh, lot more to do. I mentioned I was shocked by something. Uh, we glossed it a little in that update. It deserves attention. It deserves our full, undivided attention. Something that happened yesterday, and we will not go quietly in the night. Maggie and Perloff, CBS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Uh, we'll get back to the championship games in just a moment, but the coaching news that came down yesterday, two hirings made yesterday, Perloff. Dave Canales gets hired as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yep. He was the Tampa Bay Bucks offensive coordinator. And Raheem Morris gets hired as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He had been an interim before and had been the head coach of the Bucks, and now he gets hired by the Falcons. Basically, what this is setting up is Bill Belichick will not be coaching yep. next year. The only two spots that are open now are the Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. Commanders, sort of open secret that they really covet Ben Johnson. Yeah, reportedly out on Belichick. And out on Belichick. And Seattle Seahawks have interviewed everyone but Belichick. Or, yeah, yeah. And you're not going from Pete Carroll to Belichick. That makes no sense. That and also Dan Quinn's getting second interviews. Yeah. And like Vrabel's Kafka, out there. Vrabel, right. So I think this is going to end up being one of the big, massive mm-hmm. mistakes of this hiring cycle. The fact that no one is bringing in Bill Belichick. You, to not even bring him in for interviews, and maybe he was saying no to interviews, I'm not sure, but if you didn't bring him in for an interview, why wouldn't you want to at least pick the brain of perhaps the greatest coach in the history of the NFL? He sat up there at that press conference of the Patriots and said he would have given up team control. Now, maybe that became a bit of an issue in Atlanta, but why wouldn't you at least feel him out? Was he out there saying, I have to be the GM? I have to make every draft decision? I don't think so. Oh, yes. But everybody who's in that building in Atlanta or Carolina knows that if Bill Belichick comes in, that it's his way or the highway, and you're probably gone. So I, I think it's implied. Even if Bill Belichick says, I'll give up control, you know he's not going to give up control, right? He's going to go in there and be Bill Belichick. The other thing, you can't interview Bill Belichick and not be serious about hiring him. You don't bring in Bill, because then the headline comes out, interviewed Bill Belichick and did not hire him. And Atlanta's being criticized for that. So why would other teams want to take that on? Well, I'd also want to hear what he has to say. Wouldn't you? Especially, but there's so, too much downside. Why? Because you're worried how it's going to look? Yeah. No way. You You have to be able to be a stronger organization than that. I mean, if you have an opportunity to... What if it ends up you go in there and it's a fit and you click and maybe Bill Belichick has a you know, third act of his career at your franchise? Yeah, but the, uh, Belichick doesn't meet the time frame of the, where the Falcons or the Panthers are. So I would not bring in Belichick. I would bring in a young coach and build a try and build a real contender. This is such a mistake. Eight five five two one two four CBS coming up. Got a major question for you about the AFC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 
engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.